Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast. Where for gaming was easy, it would be your mom. Main host Bam here, and uh, this week we have Dan and Sean. They come on. We kind of just talk. We we really had no plan, no no structure. We just rambled on about 40k. And the second half of the episode is Jason Horn. Uh, Jason Horn and myself we wax nostalgic about prior Iron Halos and uh, friendships made along the way, and a couple of uh, Iron Halo memories. And I wanted to say real quick, if you listen at work, don't listen at work, or get yourself a damn good set of headphones. If you listen at home, don't listen around your kids, or don't have kids, and the problem is solved. We talk about Warhammer a lot, talk about the Lord Marshall Conference, we get into Age Sigmar a little bit this episode for the Age Sigmar folks out there. But, my thought for the week, and then I will leave you guys to the episode, is uh, don't forget the friendships you made along the way. You know, one of the cool things about Warhammer 40k isn't necessarily the the triumphs on the tabletop. It's the the grown adult socialization and the making of friends around everywhere. So appreciate the friendships, appreciate the journey. Win or lose, have a good time. And remember, it's Toy Soldiers. Here is the episode. Dude, it's been uh, it's been kind of dead. Yeah, there's been no major 40k news I know of. Nobody, yeah. well, other than the the GW tournament and the the Blood Angel shenanigans, there hasn't been. It's been it's been quiet on the home front. Or did you see the? Uh, I think Danny might have even shared it. Um, the the Gaunt's Ghost like unit only counting oh, as three victory points instead of fifteen. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I mean, I don't. Think, I was, if you're bringing God's ghost, you're not breaking the fucking game, anyways. Yeah. Well, what How about what about non-shots or you know, infinity grenade launcher? I mean, you'll be there all day on your chest clock. Go for yeah. it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like a, it's as long as it's on your time. You can roll that as long as you want to, buddy. So the amount of, the amount of units that are characters in the game is like. Not three, so it's not a whatever. Yeah. All right, guys, let's get into it. Um, Fly Monkeys Wargaming Podcast, where four gaming was easy. It would be your mom. Mano Spam here. Got some of the crew back tonight. Um, it's kind of been a weird week. There's been a weird lull in uh, in some of the releases. The orc stuff is coming in hot this weekend. Um, some Sigmar stuff coming out next weekend. But I'm here with uh, last year's ITC champ, last year's Lord Marshal champ, uh, Dan motherfucking Salmons. What's up, Dan? What up? And uh, the sexiest thighs in 40K, the sex object, uh, Sean Dilly. What's up? What's up? So, uh, how you how you fellas been? You guys doing good? Yeah. Yeah. Working. Been tired. Yeah, I've had a I've had a hell of a couple days, so I'm running on fumes. So. If I fall asleep, just like scream really loud. So rugby, rugby started up for me, so nice. I'm out there running around and exhaust myself even more, finding out that I lost all my lungs. You're wearing tight shorts while you do that, right? Always, almost oh. requirement. <laughs> oh man, Dan, you just working and uh, prepping for Halo? Yeah, I've just been working a bunch and took a long weekend at the holiday last weekend. Did a bunch of family stuff, so. 
I'm uh, I'm painting about two thousand points of Grey Knights in about a week and a half. So nice. I did get a game in against Grey Knights and Thousand Suns. Which so. they? Uh, I'm still kind of confused about what the fuck they actually do. But yeah. uh, the Grey, at least the, the the list that I played against the Grey Knights, psychic power just felt like a lot more damage. It wasn't trying to do as much jank. It was he was doing a lot more damage than the Thousand Suns was doing. So, yeah. What uh? But, what was uh, the list you played against? Uh, got for for Grey Knights. Yeah, I uh, I think it was one Grand Master, and then God, maybe Drago and Crow, and then just a whole bunch of dudes, just yeah, dudes on dudes on dudes on dudes. So I think there's I honestly think there's two or three builds out of that book that are going to be effective at scoring points. And yeah, I've I've My, went. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say I've went I went the Dread Knight route with mine, but uh, there's still a lot of bodies floating around. And do you like Drago? He <sighs> had 185 points. I was really thinking he'd be too expensive, but he's kind of an auto include, you know, just just because because what he's capable of in a lot of ways. Yeah, my opponent played way too aggressive with uh, two rhinos full of interceptors, uh, oh. which that if he would have played that kind of cost him the game i think he got way too aggressive with him and and i was able to pick i was able to do a lot more work there than i should have been able to so kind you of know what he's running huh what brotherhoods was he running do you know uh it was one of the ones to reroll ones to hit um okay. so yeah, there's a there's some that you can you can proc a lot of hits and uh mm-hmm. like I, I got the i got a rapiers you know that one Two ten man units interceptors, but I usually end up con- combat squad in one or combat squad in both, and either mm-hmm. deep striding, st- striking or hiding and teleporting. But yeah, they- he had he had a the, it, it was an interesting game. I, I think Granites have play, but the one thing that just feels weird to me about them is they're like they're one secondary to sit back on on their objectives and do the psychic action. Like yeah, it's it's really strong, but to me it feels really bad having one of you units having to sit back there and do that, or having multiple units sit back and do that. Well, you gotta bring a lot of them, man. Just, yeah, that's the only thing I thought. So, dude, I had one game where I uh, I failed all. I, w- I was sitting on five objectives, and I failed all five rolls. And uh, I was like, cool. I guess I'll go fuck myself on this turn. So it was. I'm yeah. liking it's uh. I think it's the first time, you know, because I've, I've skated uphill with uh, the Space Wolves. You know, I had a pretty good thing going with the Chaos Jank for a little bit. But playing that Great Knights book, it feels like for the first time that, like, I'm actually playing, you know, the level that a lot of other people are playing at Ninth Edition. And, and the games have been fun. And I'm about, in, in defense of, like, not knowing what's going on, I'm, like, probably... 10 or 10 to 11 games in with the gray Knights and I still don't know what the fuck they're doing. So it's, (laughs) it's just, there's a lot of moving pieces, man. It's not really a beginner army to play efficiently. No, but like these thousand sons are, I don't know. They're similar, but they're, they feel more janky, a lot more janky. Alex is, uh, Alex is back and out on the tables with the, with thousand sons and he's running, Fatty Terminator units and uh, doing pretty well. He played against Mark and um, multiple of them. I think he was running two ten man fatty units. So. Oof, that's a lot. 
Yep, but he's he's winning games, so it's uh, it's good. And yeah. it's I don't know. It, we're all like I, I'm glad that uh, a lot of my teams actually out playing games, getting prepped for Halo. Because in the past, I don't think a lot of guys have put in this much work getting ready to dojo. So, but uh, you know, a couple of us are playing new books too. So I think that's part of it is not showing up and you know phoning it in or whatever. So, mm-hmm. what's Cookie running? Do you know? Uh, I think he probably run Custodes. Um, the way the wards work, he's got a chance for best Imperium. So nice. Then dance with the girl he brought to the dance. Yeah, then I think uh, Cornwell. Cornwell's been trying out a, a Thousand Suns list. So, well, he's tra- he tried Thousand Suns, then he took Death Watch to Kansas City last weekend, but he lost. Hits. Yeah, he lost what his second round by two points and his final round by one point. So he hit a he hit a. Run. All I know is he lost all three games. Just saying, maybe Kansas oh. City stronger meta or something like that. Yeah. Poor, poor Cornwell. Yeah. Now I looked at that. I was looking at the the best in factions the other day for Lord Marshall, and uh, I think I've got Space Wolves unlocked, and uh, I think I've got Chaos pretty well. Sean was right, not right behind me, but Sean was behind me, and Sean's not hitting Halo, so I'll probably end up getting best Chaos too. So nice. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm really hitting anything. I didn't quite hit. I want maybe hit one more. Well, well, what's your what's your Chaos score? I don't think it's high enough. No, I meant uh, Bams. Fuck, oh. I remember, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's. I'd have to go look. Cause, so that's what I found out. Because uh, the way we do, or the way he does, like, best Imperium, best Chaos, best Xenos is kind of weird. If you're Chaos Soup, it doesn't count for anything. Oh, that's right. He lumps in fucking Thousand Suns or Death Guard. But no, yeah, that's he, what... he, you're, you're like, best Chaos is somebody who has four of the same faction awards. Um, and is the highest. So, like, if you're if you got a 500 points of Death Guard, and then any other Chaos faction doesn't have that much, then you win. It's, so it's kind of it's kind of weird. I didn't realize it was done like that because it's it's weird. Because it's weird. <laughs> yes. Well, I got the spatials unlocked, so we'll just be happy with that because that's my main chick. So yeah. But I think, so, I think Root. I think Root has it locked up. Um, yeah. Root. Root. Root, Root's going on a fucking fishing trip the weekend of goddamn Halo. <laughs> oh, he's not going to Halo? No, he's like, he scrubs could fight. Yeah, I mean, he didn't say that. I'm joking. But Yeah. Well, I, I don't think it's mathematically possible for... Look, let me look. Yeah. Charlie Andre would have to win first place. Oh, is first. Kelling not going? Kelling, I, last I heard he wasn't going. So, yeah. So, Charlie Andre, I think, could theoretically beat him. If he got first, but let's be honest, that's not happening. So, well, how are you looking at the first place? Are you looking at now? Yeah. What? Uh, am I in seventh or eighth? You are in seventh. Okay. My goal was top five, so if I have a good outing, I should be able to get into the top five. I hope. Uh, Yeah, if you had a good outing, you'd you'd jump pretty damn close. Dan, technically, if you get first too, I think you could do it. No, my the score I'd replace is not. Um, sure. 130. Oh, you you're only getting like 13 points, aren't you? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So, yeah. So Charlie Andre has a is a, a score you could replace, um, but he'd have to win first. So, yeah. 
Dude, Charlie, uh, Charlie, kind of a rookie out of nowhere, man. Uh, well, yeah, in. fuck all those guys. Drukari, Drukari, Drukari. Learn to play, <laughs> bitches. So, <laughs> let's so, look at let's look at Frozen North Gaming's uh, their what their their top scores are. Admech, Drukari, Drukari, Dark Angels, Drukari, 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 Drukari. So, <laughs> I forgot Drukari, 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 Drukari. I think Ben played some more Admech, so it was. Yeah, well, Ben. Yeah, Ben is the only one out of them that's played more than. I guess Charlie played a little bit of Dark Angels, so. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, there's a. Uh, Ben's coming down with the Grey Knights, so he'll be rolling the Grey Knights, Iron Halo. Yeah. So, I got right. a game against, uh, Admech with the Grey Knights, and uh, it was against Duncan, so take that for what it's worth. And I got to go first, and I, I put the hurt on him, so it was a pretty good game, though. Yeah, I and I think fucking rust stalkers are way too cheap. Chicken walkers are way too goddamn cheap. It just that whole army still needs some look, but we'll we'll. Uh, well, that's we'll, people are that's, people are yeah. quitting playing it. Like Thompson is getting sick of 40k because of how broken it is. Um, so like the people that are playing, most people that are have been playing Admech are they're not putting Admech down because they're got nerfed they're putting admic down because no one wants to fucking play against them you know? yeah and they're getting uh not whatever you want to call it getting harassed out of the game so that's well, why ben, ben, I, like ben said he felt like he sold his soul you know and he didn't have fun playing them he said they were no fun to play and that's and that's kind of where i'm at it's just not an enjoyable army for me to play right now there's yeah, not yeah. quite enough interaction so I mean, granted, I'm switching over to Jukari because that's my other army that I've owned. So it's like, well, I'm just playing <laughs> the armies that I own, so I can always go back to Death Guard, I guess. But uh, my ad mech are still in the garage, so it's I don't know. I I just I get it. Like you know, wanting to get the scores is great, but there, there's got to be a point where you want to just enjoy your game and you want your opponents to have a good time. There's some people I want to play that I don't want to enjoy their game, but there's <laughs> the, the good majority of folks that I play, like my goal is for them to have a good time like I'm having a good time. You know, it's not to it's not to make them, you know, have the, the feel bads or the regrets for playing and and to be honest, like a couple of admec I, I I've played at tournaments, you know, that's how it felt. You know, it felt like you know it did not matter what I did, I like that game I lost. You know, like I lost from from the dice roll to go first, yeah. and it, it does it does give the feel bads. And I think, dude, last week I think we talked about it a little bit in the podcast chat, but we didn't talk about it on the podcast because I had, you know, Cam do the the thousand suns thing. But you know, GW to put out the article, you know, the the everything's fine article was kind of an insult, man. It just you know, but how there's a lot of eighth edition codexes that still can hang in the game of you know, with ninth edition and and I'm thinking like, I don't know what fucking meta you guys have been watching or what stats you've been tracking, but you could not be more goddamn tone deaf. No, um, if, if if you haven't listened to it, go listen to that um, honest wargamer show from last week. They literally just sat there for I don't know, forty five minutes destroying GW. So on on that article of how, uh, how wrong it was. Uh, in the Alice Wargamer usually like an AOS dude or is he he just no, they, he does. It's probably majority AOS, but he does. Uh, he has the Falcon and Val on Tuesdays, and then okay. a bunch of a bunch of Brits on their Thursday show, which is 40k. So, yeah. so it's it's probably I don't know 
30% 40k shows and the rest is AOS. So I'll check it out. I've heard a lot of people say it's a really good podcast, so I'll go listen yeah. to it. Well, that's um, I'll probably listen to it more because we got a bunch of people again getting sick of Drakari and Admech that are wanting to try out AOS as soon as uh, as soon as Halo's over. Yeah, I get my uh, I get my or- my uh, Orc Clans book next week, so I'm doing everybody wanted the Stormcast around here, so I'm doing the new Cruel Boys. And I've got that uh, Kragnos model, which uh, Laura has graciously allowed me to sit half painted on the dining room table for three weeks now. There you go. <laughs> so, but I'm, I'm excited about getting them all together, and getting them all painted. I like the look of those new orcs. Like, I, I I had to think of them not in the context of like GW orcs that we've traditionally known. Like, if you look at them, it's just like they got like a real Tolkien, you know. Yeah. Uh, otherworldly feel to them and and i just dig them i, I think they're super cool and i'm gonna paint a lot of them, not just green skins but i'm gonna like throw some albino looking dudes in there some yellow looking guys in there maybe a couple guys with like orange skin and just see how look. it'll be a lot of fun to just kind of have some hobby fun with something that doesn't feel like it's last minute for a 40k tournament yeah i'm i'm pretty much gonna get the rest of my orcs done up that i need to and then i'm gonna start painting aos stuff so yeah have you got your uh you got your orc list dialed in no i'm still making tweaks it's it's weird yeah sean how how are uh how good are you on your jakari stuff uh not (laughs) i mean i've i've are you mean like model wise yeah oh i'm fine on model wise i mean i've i have have a ton of everything i wonder why you got all quiet when i asked you if you had any extra hellions it makes sense now Oh uh, well, I was pl- I was planning on playing Abmech. I think I actually still have extra Hellions on top of the ones I'm going to use. Yeah, if you figure out you have some extra Hellions, I could use a few. Okay. What you, yeah. What are you doing with Hellions? Who me? Yeah. I got a Drakari. You didn't know I had a Drakari list. Well, I know you had Drakari, but I know you're doing Hellions and shit. Hellions aren't that oh. good. No, get off of them. <laughs> what am I going to, Dan? Instead, of, okay. So instead of Hellions, my other idea is running bigger blocks of Incubi. That's my other idea. Incubi. How many, how many Hellions are you running? Uh, I have just two squads of ten right now. Oh, that's that's. I don't know. I don't, I don't like Hellions that much personally. But I was going to do one squad of ten, and then I had a squad of bikes, and uh, like that's really all I got to get left to get yeah, the list. It's two squads of ten Hellions and two squads of Reavers or three Reavers is what I'm messing with. But I like I do like Reavers more. So over Hellions, yeah, they just I mean they're so fast, so much faster. Yeah, but they don't have that same hit. They don't punch as hard. You can hide. Depends what you're fighting. You fighting uh, some minus one damage shit. They hit just as hard. Yeah. So I I like the the uh, if you get the get the movement drug and then you can double it so you can advance 30 inches in charge is disgusting yeah. <laughs> yeah. i guess what they are only what three points more per model yeah something like that i i like both i i own 10 hellions and i think i own yeah. 15 reavers so i just i'm not doing it though because i think i'm gonna play them you know super super competitively i just uh i think i just do it for a mix of things and you know, when, when Craft Worlds come out, I'll probably dig out my old Craft Worlds again and see, because I'm, I'm sure that Craft Worlds book will be OP, but I just want to get some practice just doing some elves on the tabletop. So, If Craft Worlds come out and it's, it's OP as hell and Drukari still hasn't been nerfed, I'm just going to go play AOS. 
Yeah, it's you know, there's gonna be a lot of Asarani list or whatever out there. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> oh man, why do we love this game so much, man? Why why are we into this? Like, See, so- you know, I, but I'm at the point now that GW has pissed me off a fair amount. Like, I I my my stuff, you know, I might buy a kill rig, uh, just for completion's sake, uh, and maybe like a Squigasaur boss. But I'm I'm not spending any money on GW shit. Like I got all my armies, they're they're close enough uh, up to whatever I need for ninth. I can I'll print shit off if I need something else. Uh, but I'm, GW's not getting any money from me, not until they get off their ass. So, well, GW's getting money from me. I own a store, so <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you having problems with stock at all? Like I've I've been seeing rants about that again. So last week my rep called me. And uh, my rep's like, hey, just so you know, they're not doing any restock orders till the ninth because the warehouse is so far behind. And uh, so basically, you know, everybody's coming in the store. Where's my shit? Where's my shit? Where's my shit? And I'm like, uh, they're not shipping like anything till the ninth. So <laughs> they're still doing the new releases. Um, so like new releases are supposed to go out on time. Uh, this week, I'm a little... A little worried because I hit up my rep today. I was like, "Hey, man, usually I get a shipping notification by now, and all the orc stuff's supposed to be out this weekend." And like, orc stuff sells, you know. Like, most most people are going to want the book. They didn't get the the box set, you know. There's some some kids that people are going to want to fill in holes and what they have already. And so I was I was, I was thinking it's going to be a good release. And he's like, "Yeah, that stuff's supposed to go out today, and the warehouse is going to get out on priority." So I'm thinking like. I'm probably not going to have it for Saturday's release, but I hope I do. I hope it shows up tomorrow, FedEx or something like that, and I can have it on the shelf for new release. So it's mm-hmm. kind of a mess, and like you can't get a hold of primers. Like none of their paint cans, you know, the the Corax white, the the Chaos black, you know, none of that stuff. And what's funny is like, like you know, I have a pretty good. You guys have seen my shop. You've seen the hobby wall. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. We carry a few paint brands. And we have some good sized hobby racks and. You know, people come in looking for primer, and they want, like, the GW primer. And it's like, we've been months without being able to get it. And Why so do they, they want the, the the GW primer? Is it that amazing? Dude, it's a lot of the casual guys. And this is my... I'm uh, telling you, Rustolium forever. Stop. But this, <laughs> is, this is my unofficial, or my unscientific thought process or, or observation of it is that a lot of the casual guys will watch like the official GW, you know, how to paint videos or look in the paint rack, uh, the paint app and see like, you know, I'm supposed to paint my ultramarines, you know, McCraggy blue, you know, and so they, they want the actual product to paint the way the box told them to. And I've done that with a few models. I don't see a problem with it, but. I usually try to get a matching primer somewhere. Like, I think the Army Painter is a great option. Like, they have a yeah. you know, one that matches the Space Wolves. They have one that matches the Ultramarines. Or, um, you know, Rustolium. Yes. <laughs> I like Army Painter. Dude, the, the Army Painter, if you look at the price of a can of Rustolium versus a can of Army Painter, the, the problem I have with Rustolium or like Krylon or some of them other primers. Is some of them I don't think are a consistency that's good for venture painting, and some of them can wipe out the detail on a model pretty quick just by having a shitty coat, you know. And, that's and I, I do think some of the miniature design primers are actually better with going on in thin coats, and and that's that's one thing I try to tell people is like you know 
it's probably worth spending the two or three dollars extra for that can of army painter primer than it is you know to spend two days stripping your model because you know you went hard in the paint you know literally hard in the paint and well people just know how to prime a model properly then you don't just sit yeah. there and hold you know the nozzle down for four seconds on one angle they probably weren't stripping down bicycles and repainting them like we were when we were kids so it was you gotta, you gotta learn that quick but no i just i think the army builder primers are a pretty good option and uh i've been seriously happy with them and a couple of guys i know I, <laughs> my one running with uh army painter primer was like is the pressure different different or something like that so you're supposed to hold, hold it farther away or something like that so my buddy got it and sprayed way too much on accident like a short burst was too quick and he goes whoops first off you never you never let the first shot go on the model yo oh never yeah. never so someone someone fucked up there but speaking of which i've been uh my my gray nights we're all over the place tonight we might as well just keep that trend but uh i was gonna i had this whole process where i got a hold of baby gap and he gave me some some nice fucking uh, Vallejo metallic paint that I was going to airbrush on. I brought his ventilator because I don't want to airbrush a metallic without, you know, having a ventilator on, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I got to looking at those models and I was like, fucking lead belcher. And just, <laughs> just, just hit them with goddamn lead belcher, put some fucking red on the shoulder pads and marked up the squads a little bit. And uh, no one all of them. And I was like, man, that's that's as good as it gets. I'm going to get fucked on paying awards anyways. So I get four points for it. Yeah. I'm about to throw away all my washes because fucking oil washes. I, I After using those the first time recently, those are fucking so much better. Yeah, I've, I've done a lot of stuff hobby-wise, but I've never really gotten into big oil washes on, <laughs> you know, like infantry. I've done it on vehicles. but Well, it just being able to put it on and then go and take it back off and no streaks i was like whoa this is i was after using them for the first time and i bought some of that uh streaking grime which is just like a pre-mixed oil wash (laughs) um you just slide that on the vehicles and then you go and you take it off and i think it looks fucking great for like for especially for orc things but man i i'm i'm a huge fan of oil washes that's i've I've been i wish i knew the name of the channel but there's this guy that paints in a grimdark style is it and, a, a foreign dude? Yeah, and uh, the the grim start dark style he uses he he uses a lot of oil washes and I thought about trying to do my uh, my space sharks army kind of in that you know grim dark style and I just got to figure out a scheme for it and probably try out the oil washes with it. She just reminded me because the 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 paints I used for my my space marine are secret weapon miniatures and those are uh, going bye bye. Yeah, so, secret weapons calling it quits, man. So I gotta, I gotta go and find because I ordered, uh, I, I went and ordered a bunch of the paints for their on their like going, going out of business sale. That way, I've got a little stock because I do not want to repaint that shit. I've got a uh, half empty rack of a uh, secret weapon at the shop too. So if there's some stuff you couldn't get a hold of, um, if you holler at me, I might have some of them on the shelf. <sighs> yeah, wow, this thing's it's been. I see it's it's been sitting. I was saying they. They've made the label, but they haven't shipped it out, and it's been over a week. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, well, it's good luck, man. So I gotta. I might, I might hit you up and have you bring some. So. 
yeah, I got I got a friend who uh, basically got all of his base toppers and uh, his basing stuff from Secret Weapon, and he's kind of worried he won't be able to match it. And so I, I was like, man, you gotta just check it out and buy all the clearance stuff off of it. Yeah. Ugh. Man, I'm I'm fading, fellas. Uh oh, pussy. I know, man. I just big old yawn, so I've uh, I'll hit you guys up in the podcast chat. But I've had some other shit going on, so it's kind of kind of been a rough there too. Yeah, it's all good. So yeah. Well, uh, let's uh, next week we'll come back and hopefully, hopefully, Jason has uh, at least given us missions for Iron Halo. Uh, we did finally find out they were going to do random pairings. So oh God, yeah. Well, and, I don't know what is. I don't even care. I, I'm not going to tweak my list based on the missions. I just want to know what to practice. Right. And practice that's my all nine missions. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, but that again. It's well, like, let's be honest. You don't even need to practice all five because priority targets and easy. So you don't need to practice that one. Yeah. Correct. It's, it's more. I just like to know what like the first two or three are. That way, I, those are the ones that I practice. I don't give. I don't give a shit about that. Anything after that, so it's. Well, hopefully, hopefully next week when we come back, we'll have the missions for Iron Halo, and uh, I'm fifty fifty on the list being unlocked. And if if you guys are are listening to this and you go to Iron Halo, remember that uh, Saturday, September eleventh at uh, eleven fifty nine p.m. Your motherfucking list are due, and I promise you that Dan Sammons will be sitting there at midnight waiting to to mark down who should be getting yellow cards. Mm-hmm. Gotta, gotta, <laughs> gotta make sure we, we fuck people over. Yeah, and because the timestamp's all messed up. So, no, nah, I probably won't be sitting there, but we'll, we'll, be, we'll be up playing games on the Saturday. So, I'm sure. Nice we'll, garage dojo. Yeah, we'll do some garage dojo. So. Nice. Who else coming down? Outlanders. Uh, I think we're just, I, Cookie hasn't signed up yet, but he says gonna, so, so it's going to be Cookie, Cornwell, and then I think Tim, I think that's it, because, uh, JT's got some stuff going on, I think Scott's going to a football game, so a couple other, a couple other guys are busy with other things, so it's, uh, not that many of us. Yeah, we got a good, good amount of monkeys coming down, I think Frozen North is going to have a good showing, uh, I heard the Team Texas had quite a few folks. Uh, so there, there should be there should be some teams there. So it'll be it'll be cool to see how it shakes out. I think there's at least a couple forty KC. I don't know how many forty KC's rolling down. Uh, I think Tony Froll is Tony going. I actually don't Sounds know. If Tony's going. Probably Reinhardt and Connor, but pass well, that on. Yeah. Is uh is is there gonna be a food truck again? Dude, that food truck last year was pretty good. Yeah, yeah it's actually was uh, it was really good. Just it was very convenient too, just to walk outside and grab food rather than have to drive somewhere. It definitely was. Well, but fellas, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Me too. I'm looking forward to last Halo, man, last one ever. So unless he decides to bring him back, I guess, but should be a good time. Um, next week we'll be back. Uh, stick around for the second half of the episode. Speaking of Jason Horn. Uh, we talk in the second half about, you know, the history of Iron Halo, how the tournament Koozies. Koozies. We do mention Koozies. We talk about Koozie Gate. So okay. stick around and listen to that after the segment. And uh, we'll be back. Uh, Dan, thanks for joining us tonight. Mm-hmm. Sean, uh, thanks for being uh, the sexy uh, ear candy tonight. Oh, of course. That's what I'm here for. Just let me know when you need it. Awesome. Awesome. Just uh, send nudes. And, uh, Always. Yeah. 
You can, oh, you, can yes. you can purchase them on my OnlyFans. Okay. <laughs> you got some feet picks up? I'm I'm there. So, so yeah, those are on the, behind the paywall, unfortunately. Uh, and it's like, hey man, all right, well you're gonna pay for it. Your bachelor party, you know what we're gonna do? And so obviously it's the first time getting married. He's like, I'm gonna take you to Walmart, and we are gonna go down the sexual hygiene aisle. And we're going to purchase a shit ton of condoms as well as feminine hygiene products. I'm going to make you check out at Walmart because you know what? F you for making me be in your wedding. That's so. funny. Isn't that great? It's like a great idea. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just going to do Warhammer and strippers. I'm fine with that. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> what happens right, at your store stays at your store, right? So we have to block out the windows, though. So. But <laughs> Dude, we get, if we get midget strippers, we can actually put them on the table with the Warhammer. <laughs> actually, at that point, I'd pay for midget wrestling matches. I've never seen one, so oh, I think dude, I can clear up magic tables and put a put a little ring. So. <laughs> dude, you remember old school where they had that <laughs> tub full of KY? Jello wrestling with midgets. So. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I I would not ever take video of that because I would get in so much trouble. Yep. Alright, we should to cover just the tournament, like what I'm working on, what we're yeah, finishing up. I kind of like you talk about the history, uh, you know how it came about, you know where you're at, and like be candid, you know, just that you're just needing a break and. This yeah, is, it's really, yeah. yeah, it's really funny. People are like, are you okay? I'm yeah, like, but yeah. This, <laughs> but this is, good, this is a good chance to kind of talk about that, too. So, But, yeah, just kind of run through the history of it, you know, and just say that you'll still be around, be involved with Lord Marshall, and, uh, you know, you'll still be around supporting this tournament scene in Oklahoma and trying to see that grow. But you just got to kind of take your foot off the gas for a year or two and see if you can get your energy back. So, yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, that's just it, and uh, and then talk about maybe if you get any predictions, uh, what you're looking forward to this year, what what changes you made from last year, et cetera, et cetera. But all I can ask if we get, uh, we have yeah, yeah I mean, just just we'll just flow. You know how it is. You know, I, I I don't think you're gonna ask me any gotcha questions. This is not to catch a predator. I don't think. No, so. it's not just the lowest episode. So, <laughs> all right, <laughs> are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Four, three, two, one. Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast, where if Wargaming was easy, it would be your mom. Bam here with one of my dear friends, one of my one of my favorite Warhammer people, and uh, someone who blows up my fucking phone all the time. The Warhammer. <laughs> the Iron Halo Man, Jason Horn. What's happening, Jason? Hey, what's happening, Brian? Super excited to be on here tonight. So, uh, yeah, dude, two weeks. Well, actually, less than two weeks, right? To the Iron Halo, and you're kind of, uh, kind of in the twilight, getting the getting the book into your uh, your Halo series, uh, yeah. which has been the, it's been the biggest major in the Midwest until Nate Nate uh, Martin decided to screw that up for you. Do you think you're gonna be able to? Get yeah, yeah, I'm pretty. I feel pretty confident, and that we will uh, beat Nate's record by at least ten people. So. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Nate, I love you, buddy. And uh, you know, you know what I'm super excited about is you know we started with the Iron Halo seven years ago at a small restaurant where Brian blew up and threatened to kill someone, 
And I have the, the worst sportsman award. <laughs> <laughs> Conveniently enough, three years later, you got best sport, and then you I, flick, and then you flipped off the entire Oklahoma team, which was pretty funny. <laughs> they deserved it, probably. It was our uh, award. You can go back at that point. <laughs> that was true. That was true. However, uh, however, as as history. This has been lost in the, the wheels of history. Flying Monkey Team did win three Sackos in a row. So uh, hopefully you still have those awards at your store because they're awesome. They're not so proudly displayed at my store, but they are there. <laughs> All right. Great. I've, I've got some uh, – I've got Scuba Steve Hetmeyer's uh, Lord Marshall sword there and awesome. a couple other trophies and odds and ends from uh, Flying Monkey sh- shenanigans over the years. It's cool. I think every store should have something like that. It's a, it's super important yeah. to, to recognize your community. But I yeah, it's where yeah. I'm, I'm going to put up shelves and, and put those trophies up. So that's cool. So basically, what he's telling you guys is buy more products so you can put up those shelves. No. <laughs> so Iron Halo is what we're talking about tonight. And uh, for those that know, it's the it is the end to our season, so we uh, we run the competitive circuit for the Lord Marshall Conference, and a lot of people put a lot of effort and energy into competing and uh, and traveling and hitting those tournaments on the circuit, and it's kind of our Super Bowl, our our big event, our World Series, and uh, it's a it's a good time every year. We gather in in uh, Timbuktu, Oklahoma, and <laughs> Dewey, Oklahoma, Dewey, <laughs> Oklahoma. It's just it's just. It's only 15 minutes north of Bartlesville, 45 minutes north of Tulsa. So yeah, this uh, you know we the old venue was probably my favorite, but the the tournament outgrew it. Yeah, not the not the restaurant, but the uh, <laughs> but the church on the Rock Ministries. Yeah, Rock yeah. Ministries. Their uh, you know their little rec center thing with the video games and the and the food. That was that was probably the coolest spot. I really enjoyed that. So, yeah, so kind of a brief, brief synopsis. The first year, obviously, was at a, a small restaurant. We held 40 people, and then we went to On the Rock Ministries for four years. Uh, and that's where we really grew. We actually maxed it out the first year with 86, and then I think we got close to 100, and that's, that's about all we could have there. Um, and uh, what did you – What it, it's just, the On the Rock Ministries is a really cool place. It's, it's for uh, – um, uh, disadvantaged youth to do homework there, learn skills and things like that. But it does have a big hall with a big arcade room, huge stage, uh, a lot of a lot of cool stuff, cheap food, cheap snacks, and all this other good stuff. But what did you like about it most, Brian? Well, I, what, that one thing I thought was it was just kind of like it was cool, you know, <laughs> to be able to, like the year the VR was set up. You know, we we got to play VR whenever we weren't playing Warhammer and for whatever reason, the way it was set up, like everybody just seemed to be able to socialize, you know, it's like there was two stories of games going on. Um, we were in this super cool building that was decorated super neat. And, uh, all of us were in the main hall. Well, most of us, they got to the kitty room with the, the rest. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like the theater stage was neat to see the stream game going on up there. And, if you got your game going on, you could walk up to the stage and watch the stream game. And uh, it just kind of like the, the ambiance and the atmosphere of the of the ministry's building um, were definitely cool. And it just like it just had a certain feeling about it that 
you know, the, the, we just talking about it, I still get a lot of nostalgia. You know, it still it still makes me happy, and there's a lot of memories there, and I made a lot of friends there, and you know, friends that just I've had in my life day to day now from going to that silly tournament, you know, to church. So, yeah, yeah, I, I'd agree. It's you know, it's really cool that uh, you know we grew from there. And uh, a lot of good memories, and you know who knows after I retire after a couple of years, maybe maybe I'll bring it back, and we'll just we'll just have small, so sixty man events, which is really small. <laughs> there, I mean it's really funny. Remember when we started doing this? We're like, man, can I get can I? When I remember when I first did the Iron Halo back in two thousand fifteen uh, or two thousand fourteen, actually, uh, I was like, can I really get? 30 people to show up and when we hit 40 i was like okay this is cool and the next year i was like all right well let's just double it we got the hall we'll figure it out and then uh i couldn't believe it when we got to 86 people and now now this year year seven we're shooting at 100 and for 130 and i'm pretty sure if obviously if covid wasn't the thing then we would probably have more and uh you know I'm super excited, super proud of this community coming together. You know, I've, I've developed all these friendships from you know Minnesota, uh, Kansas City, Nebraska, North and South Dakota, you know Kansas, even even Texas. I love my Texas folks uh, and Arkansas, and you know it's really cool to see all my friends from all these states. Uh, come play some 40k and actually I really feel like I know you're coming to the Iron Halo to play some good games but I really feel like that uh, uh, you're you're supporting me and my dream for a tournament and I just you know, honestly from the bottom of my heart I just want to say thank you because you guys are the reason why we are putting this on it's not because I want to I want to I want to be a Warhammer hero because let me tell you the truth guys let me honestly I know that people are shooting for Warhammer hero status, and that's that's cool, man. That's cool if you get that status, but uh, you got to think about after you earn that Warhammer hero status, wh what is there left to earn, right? Yeah, it's I'm kind of going more like the the anti-hero. I think myself Punisher, <laughs> Daredevil. So it's you, you can go be Spider-Man, I guess. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, there. I mean, everybody's favorite character is Venom, right? Yeah. I mean, no. I think uh, Venom's for dudes that live in trailer who hates their dad. So, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, not to get not to get too deep on here. That's just kind of that's kind of how I feel about it. But I mean, you guys, uh, I'm very excited to see all my friends out there, and that's why I keep on running these events. Or I'm actually just going to run this last one. Um, but you know, a lot of people have come up to me in the last couple weeks and like the tournament side going, "Man, you're you're stopping the Halo. You know why are you doing that?" And honestly, it's just. You know, uh, I've been doing it for seven years in a row, doing this, doing all the streaming at a lot of events, doing um, the RTTs here here in my local local uh, game store. <clears throat> and you know, I think I think everybody is 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 eventually going to understand that sometimes you just got to take a break, take some time off, you know, recharge. Um, I, I think I have a suggestion if you do decide to get back into it is. Uh, I think you should look at doing it as a as a team thing, like getting a couple people to help you do stuff. And yes, yeah, because that's that's a big help up here. You know, it's like again, it's Matt Duncan and myself running monkey uh, with Alex in on some stuff and Patty cracking a whip. You know, with with Laura helping and 
you know, that's pretty much been how monkey's been the last couple of years. And we get through it pretty well because we have a team, you know, and, and then like RTTs, like it's not the same person running the RTTs all the time. You know, we rotate through Charles will run some, you know, Derek will run dangerous? some. Mark's, huh? When Charles runs them, is it kind of dangerous? When Charles runs them, sometimes he's, you oh, gotta yeah. keep a leash on him. He does. Oh, good. <laughs> I love you, Charles. Uh, yeah, Charles knows I'm fucking with him, but <laughs> no. So just I think if you do decide to come back, you decide to start running some tournaments again. Um, you should look at maybe installing a local team around you to help you with those things because I think it would it would ease some of the stress and uh, and then that way you wouldn't feel like you're the lone ranger trying to do it, you know, without a tonto. So yeah, yeah, everybody needs a partner, and, and you know, it's it's all good. But we I've developed. What I felt like I've really done well is, you know, the the Lord Marsh or the, um, the Iron Halo was, you know, one of the first big events here here in the region, and it helped spur it on like uh, like Monkey and and some of the and and some of the other ones that kind of pop up in the last five years or so. So yeah. and then and then it just kind of be it grew from there to the Lord Marshall Conference, and and I'm actually. I'm more proud of the Lord Marshall Conference than I am of the Halo because um, I, it's really hard. I mean, everybody, we have some amazing TOs in the LMC, and they all want to work together to create the best uh, experience for our players. And, like, you know, our player, our, our motto is, you know, the Players Conference. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, Brian, you, you're stepping on board as the kind of the, the leader uh, next year, and I'm kind of excited to see what new changes that that you're you're going to propose for our player base and and make it uh, even better than it was before? Yeah, I uh, I think I've got an idea of got a pretty good team I'm thinking about. So uh, not just not just guys who run tournaments, but guys who are exceptional players. So we are the players conference. So I want to be able to do things and make changes that will help. You know, everybody, not just TOs, but the guys going to the tournaments, the guys playing at tournaments, because they deserve a certain level of, you know, being taken care of properly. And so that's that's kind of how I thought about assembling my team. I think I did a good job of it, but I'll, I'll fill you in next week or two of what I'm thinking. So, yeah, yeah, no worries, man. Well, I'll be re retired, right, by next week. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. So I do have, I definitely do have senioritis. However, I'm making this final push through finals week right yeah. now. <laughs> I get really good senioritis when I came to that RTT and you didn't give a shit. <laughs> well, in all fairness, that is predominantly how I run the RTTs. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I would have liked to at least have 15 minutes between rounds to... Oh, maybe yeah. I'll do that next time. Yeah, we can set up. So. Although I did have you leave before, what, 6 o'clock. Doesn't matter. I'd still I'd still rather not go to time on games. I'm not one of them dudes that plays the clock every time. So, um, well, so what's uh, what's new at Halo this year? Are you doing anything different? I know you've shown the trophies that look super dope. Yeah. Uh, well, we do have a couple done? different trophies that we're, we're doing. So we're actually using... Uh, uh, snarky sayings, uh, and they have some plaques that they're they they wanted to to debut for the Halo, and so um, they should. I don't have any pictures yet. I know Ben's working on them, so I think they're going to be pretty dope. And then uh, we have some new objective markers, which look pretty cool. Uh, so we'll sell those on uh, alongside with um, 
the LMC ones, and obviously we got some some uh, trays from Hammerhead Games, uh, and so those those will look pretty dope too. So I mean, uh, as far as as kind of the well, we're not we're not really doing a lot different. Obviously, obviously, Mecca and koozies are not allowed this year. So I think that's a big thing that we're not doing this year. Uh, and uh, we definitely have. Um, obviously, there's a lot of people are submitting models for approval, and so uh, please continue to do that. We'll leave that registration open for until next week, and then we'll close it down. And uh, even we'll even let you guys approve or have models approved up until. Uh, the start of round one. So uh, we'll make announcements that just to grab judge, make sure that you have models that you need to look at, make sure they get approved because we don't want to have you guys run into issues at the game. Um, we're hoping right now we're at 130 players. I think we're going to add one or two more for 132, but we'll probably have maybe 124, 120 show up. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Uh, and that's about that's about what I suspect as far as total players at the Halo, which would be the largest Halo and the largest event uh, for this year. So sorry, sorry, Nate Martin. Well, nice man. I, I'm looking forward to it. what uh. So what big names? What predictions do you have? Who do you think's uh, who do you think's gonna wind up out? Let's see. Well, let's take a look at. All the players going. To be honest, I have not even really reviewed any of the lists. Any. Uh, just to do what Saturday, the eleventh at midnight. Just right. Right, right. So Saturday the eleventh at midnight is when we are going to when all the lists are due. But uh, it'll probably be Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday before we actually release the list to the public, just to make sure. Um, Everything is uh, is good, so we're going to try to get as much as we can. But you know, maybe maybe not. So uh, obviously, you know, uh, first off, the number one thing is we're, we are going to be stre- streaming that weekend. We got, excuse me, I got these hiccups now. Uh, we got Doug James from the Gateway Open. He's going to help us stream. Uh, why well, I, I run events, and he is going to. Uh, and so the first game is going to be pretty awesome. We actually featured this matchup uh, probably two years ago. And so we're going to have uh, Dennis Wise and Nate Martin back on the stream for round one. So if you want to watch Battle of the Suck, this is it. And uh, last time we had this, it was tremendous fun because I remember people were like, why is he doing this? This is, this is not the proper target priority. Or why is he charging this? Why can't he go the other way? So it was, uh, it was a very entertaining game to watch and what not to do. And I think, uh, I think you'll have that same, same vibe for the opening round at the Iron Halo. Dennis is a nice guy, though. So yes. Speaking of which, I got a. I have been challenged round one, and I and I forgot to say something to you about it. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So Nick Weiss uh, wants to uh, challenge me round one. So okay. I I bet you you would accommodate that. So I uh, what? Okay, what's the story behind that? I don't understand. So you know that uh, I run. A, I don't really run, but I run my mouth. That's and fair. Uh, there's been a few tournaments that Nick and I have been like close on tables or scores and you know nick's a hell of a player he's actually a former uh, iron halo champion and yep but him and i i think 
it might have been actually it might have been Iron Halo, but Iron Halo last year, like you know, I'd be on table four, Nick would be on table five. Uh, you know, table table six, Nick would be table five. You know, so we were by each other most of the weekend, and I kept needling him a little bit and saying like, "Oh, so you dodged me again? You know, oh, you're trying to duck me, huh? You know, and <laughs> so I was, I was giving him a hard time about it, and uh, his dad came up and told me that uh, it was kind of getting under his skin. So, I could... <laughs> but it's all friendly. Nick and I are good. You know, Nick and I are good, and uh, he's a good friend. So. Uh, since it's the last Halo, and I've always teased him about ducking me that we could we could just do a round one there. So uh, absolutely, yeah, no problem. We can definitely, I can definitely yeah. rig the pairings like that. So I, I do want to say uh, this reminds me of a great great story. So Mark uh, Mark Wise, uh, he he came up to me. It's like, hey Jason, I got something for you. And this was that flying monkey. And they gave me, he, uh, I believe his name, let me get his name, is Chris. Uh, let me look up his name. But anyway, he gave me, uh, and this was actually a handmade, uh, he gave me a koozie vest to wear. Yep. I've got so, <laughs> it is, it was one of the coolest things ever. And, uh, uh, uh I just... Uh, I his name was Chris. Uh, I think it's Reimer. Chris Reimer. He yeah. handcrafted this entire koozie vest in honor of Koozie Gate. And uh, everyone. So what I'm going to do is actually I'm going to wear it at the Halo. And every everybody that wants to say nice constructive things can write their names or sign their names on their on on this vest and so this will kind of commemorate um you know koozie hammer from from last year and i think it'd be a great homage for everyone to sign it that way i have kind of a record of of something that i can keep hanging on my wall of everyone that attended the last iron halo and i think it'd be really cool just really something cool to have but uh, chris i want to appreciate it. thank you for for hooking us hooking me up with that because that is Probably one of the best presents. This is actually, I, I want I, I'm, I can say that is probably better than receiving a, a Warhammer Hero award because you know this was made by a player who, who really took the time to, to, to create this for me. And so, thank, thank you, Chris. It, it, just, it means so much. It really means a lot. So, um, I must sign my name on it, and like there'll be a secret penis in it somewhere. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure there'll be penises, and they'll be like. Like Cusicade, and there's going to be a lot of a lot of crazy stuff. So, I I anticipate it, but I, I you know that's that's part of the fun of having someone sign essentially sign like uh, your yearbook, right? And so that's kind of what I look at it as something like that. So, um, you mentioned Ben Spears being there, so I think uh, I think Ben had some actual koozies that were like Met Gun replacements that. He yep. was still on point in time, and uh, Ben is also a sponsor of the podcast. So if you have not, quick plug: go check out Snarky Sayings. Snarky Sayings is on Facebook. They also got a website, and uh, making some high quality game aids, high quality game products. Uh, I've got like dice bags. I've got terrain. Um, I've gotten you know neoprene objective markers from them. Uh, just dope stuff that Ben and his gal are making, and. Uh, it's it's good thing. So go check out Snarky Sayings and uh, and give Ben some love, dude. He's making some cool stuff over there. Yep, super awesome guys. So be at the Halo. You will have Mech Gun koozies, 
And this year, if you attend the Iron Halo, so you'll obviously get the Iron Halo koozie, but then on the back, it'll be, it's, I think it's called uh, the official home of Koozie Gate. So uh, that's actually probably a koozie that you want to keep because that one's pretty cool. Uh, and then, uh, anyway, let's talk about predictions, right? So I'm reviewing this list, and uh, I think it's going to be pretty cool. Obviously, you got Dan Sammons and um, Ventro when you're the big outliers. I also want to thank uh, Joni Vasquez, uh, depending on his showing. He's, he's competed really well. He won Branson Brawl uh, a couple months ago. He actually did it with... Um, a blood bag. <laughs> he had back surgery, and he and he won the tournament with a blood bag. So that was pretty interesting. Uh, and then, uh, so I think he he's he's someone to look out for. And then we've got who else? Colin McDade. You know, depending on 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 who what he plays, I think he might be playing orcs. Is uh, is kind of the rumor that I got, and then let's see, who else? That's kind. Of, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Uh, there's a couple other people. I know. I know. Um, obviously, uh, Nick Weiss is a former Iron Halo champion, but he's coming out of retirement. I think he took this this season off to, to hang out with his uh, his girlfriend a lot. So you might uh, let's see how he does. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, what what about you? Who you who do you think's gonna gonna pull out the big W here? Man, I uh, uh, so it depends on what kind of Dan Salmon shows up. To give a shit, Dan Salmon's. I think he's gonna be a threat. Um, I think some guys, you know, Cookie's a GT winner, so Cookie, I think, can be a a dark horse that, you know, might wind up pretty close to the top. Of course, Ben Sherwin, you know, and Ben Sherwin really needs a a huge major because he's trying to try to do the win the ITC thing this year. So he's hungry and I think he's got got some good shit with the Grey Knights. So I, I think we'll have a good outing from him. Uh, Root is not going to be there. He basically uh, said he's going to go fishing. He doesn't need the points that uh, we can all duke it out. He's still going to win the or Marshall. So, <laughs> Oh, is he really? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think uh, I, 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 he was joking around about it the other day, but I don't know what Matt Ritt's going to do. So no, I, I'm pre- he's not, he's not coming. He's not. Coming. Yeah. So he probably, he probably is going to go fishing and he doesn't need the points. So he, uh, he came out of retirement and, Reminded everybody how big his wang was. So that, that, that is, was a, that's very true. That's, a, that's exactly. That, what that's yeah, I haven't looked at the silver roster yet, but uh, I know the usual suspects. Uh, you know, Jason Rogers has had a strong season. Uh, Sean Dilley's always a contender out of KC. Uh, some of the Missouri guys. What about the dark, dark horse named Charles Fox? Didn't he go like? Four and two, or five and one at Halo one year, or something. He went four and two, I think, and that was the last time he had a, a winning record walking out of a GT that I know of. So, oh, okay, okay, and that was uh, that was with the broken salamander. So, I think he's uh, <laughs> I think he's bringing the Death Guard and just trying to have fun is what it, is what he said. So, okay, that's good. I, I hope he I hope he does that. Um, locally, I do think that out of Wichita. 
Um, I think you guys are gonna have to watch out for Mark Newson because um, he's. I've been getting a lot of games in, and like he's getting more games than I'm getting in. And, wow! Do you think yeah. he's super excited about that Grey Knights book? He is, and he's been tearing it up. Like he's. You know, so, he's, so you don't have to give me a secret sauce, but I know that his list typically would be Grey Knights and Imperium. You know, is he playing more Imperium uh, mixed? Or is no, it it's, uh, it's straight up Grey Knights? He's okay. he only did interesting thing because the Grey Knights book sucked, and he only did that for a few months. He's because okay. uh, when I met him, he was pure Grey Knights. You know, he's he's a, a long time. He's been pure Grey Knights, and uh, he did the Imperium because just he was just trying to hang with the meta, and now he's got a book that hang with the meta on its own. So he's back to back to stuff, and he's crafty like he's. You know, I, like I said, he'll get every ounce of, of, of efficiency out of something he can. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure that I understand his list process and how he addressed the meta with the list sometimes. But, you know, he, he will know the book inside and out and he'll know the tricks and and things. So I, I expect to get outing with Mark Newson. Um, I think if, if matchups are right, uh, you know, Derek Richardson could do well out of Wichita. Yeah. Um, maybe a five and one or, or a four and two. What uh, is he playing usually sisters? Uh, sisters this time. So he's got a strong army. Um, one, I do think that has the potential to win if things go well. I think Cam, I think Cam could mm-hmm. win. And I saw uh, one of his models. It was dope. Yeah. Like he, but, he had a converted, uh, HQ choice and it was, uh. It was pretty awesome looking. Yeah, the cool thing about Cam is uh, Cam can play the game and Cam can hobby. So like he he can do both. So it's kind of neat to see what he puts out sometimes. And uh, but as far as Wichita, uh, that's kind of some guys I think would be some contenders. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys can be out of Oklahoma representing right now, but uh, n- no, I think I think a lot of people are. Uh, uh, it's really interesting because I think they're. With uh, with eighth and ninth edition, or is, it, is that right? Because this is ninth edition. Yeah, with eighth and ninth, especially ninth edition, like people are coming out of the woodwork to play, and so um, there are uh, there are a lot of new people in the hobby that are getting introduced to competitive play, and um, you know, I, a couple people are like, hey, you know, they asked me if this was a Iron Halo is a good place to really. Um, start playing competitively after only playing for a month or two and i was like ah probably not i mean you can go and have fun but you know it's are you doing the random pairing yeah yeah we'll still do random pairings and uh so obviously swiss and then random inside of that the the swiss pairings so okay it's, it's exactly the same way monkey did it so yeah i think it worked out pretty well for us actually so yeah yeah, nothing. Uh, I heard nothing but positive things, and, and I, actually, it's actually interesting because then you get the uh, you know the dark horse can kind of submarine up a little bit quicker, uh, right? Theoretically, well, like Troy, you know, it's I think honestly the random pairings kind of help the books that aren't that strong. So like a, a guy that's playing a book like Tyranids, like Troy Graber did, you know, he went four and zero, and to be able to kind of you know, have some pairings that you're not going to necessarily like, you're not punished for doing well. And that's the thing I like about it. If I want to, if I want to shoot for the moon and score a 97 or a 98 on, you know, on round one, 
I'm not going to go up against, you know, Ben Sherwin playing Admech round two, you know, necessarily. I mean, it could still happen, but the chances of me getting someone else who's, you know, maybe got an off-brand book or something, you know, is, is just as high. So I think it, I think it, I think long-term what's going to happen out of random pairings is it's going to encourage people to play more shit that they want, not not more shit that's in the meta because they know the random pairings can kind of lean to um, getting some favorable matchups or some not so bad matchups by just you know doing win loss. So, no, yeah, that's yep. that's good news. I'm glad to hear it. So, well, for, fortunately, I'm my judging staff to make all the decisions. After, to be honest, this is how I run the Halo. So, after. By the time you guys are there at the Halo and the tournament starts off, you know, my judges are in control of the event. You know, I can have little say, but I'm running other things and making sure the wheels are still turning on the event itself. So that's kind of the secret sauce in my book. When you're running, uh, uh, having a big event and with uh, multiple game systems, in my opinion, in my opinion. You know, in my yeah. Opinion, Who's that? Is Joshua head judges here? So, uh... That's one thing that we've made some changes on. There isn't really a head judge. Um, so I've got really four experienced judges with with Josh Thomas and Ben Spears and Wes Anderson and Colin K. Colin K. Uh, Colin's actually the newer guy. Uh, he's running some events in uh, Colorado. Super awesome. He's wanting to, to kind of get the scene in Colorado up. And so he wanted to really help out. And so of, of, the, of the experienced people, that guy... Um, I would say is the least experienced, which isn't fine, which is fine because he's also, um, Colin knows the game pretty well though. Yeah, he, he does. He knows the game. That's, yeah. that's what I think a lot of, uh, tournaments don't necessarily do is, is snag somebody that knows the game to be a judge. They just snag somebody to be the judge. And, yeah. um, all the names I've heard so far, I'm kind of, kind of cool with. So, yeah. so, so our philosophy, my philosophy is this year is, um, you know, there isn't really a head judge. All the judges should rule with consensus. And then since there's four of them, if they can't break the tie, I'll break the tie. So hopefully there isn't many rulings where I need to, like, do that. And so my job is to make sure we get all the scores in, make sure we're running on time, make sure I hand out prize support, make sure you guys have enough snacks or, or things like that. So um, we are going to have the concession booth again. My wife has decided to run it, so that's pretty awesome. Pretty excited about that. Um and um, yeah, so I mean, I think I think we're gonna have a fun time. Uh, excited to see all you folks out there. You know, um, we're gonna be setting up Friday. So uh, if you want to come super early, <laughs> like like nine o'clock in the morning, uh, will help us set up. That would be awesome. Uh, I do have a crew, so don't feel bad. Mentioned you, you talked about too that you were doing awards for five year guys also as well. That is correct. Yeah, that, that's kind of where the hidden gems, I think, of the Iron Halo. You know, I don't really advertise it, right? Unless you're at the event. Yeah. So I haven't, I've never posted. Okay, I guess that's what this is. I guess, was, I guess let me spill the beans on this. So if you've never been to the Iron Halo, uh, you don't know this. But uh, uh, starting year five, I decided to do the first company veteran dog tags. And so these are individuals that have been to the Iron Halo five years uh, five years. And so these guys, uh, in my opinion, these guys are super special to me because they have committed five years to going to our event. And, uh, that is, <clears throat> that is very, that is very special to me because you guys believed in me and our event for five years. 
And so you guys get a set of dog tags. Brian, I think uh, you're getting a set of dog tags. There's some other people on your team that are getting a set of dog tags. So I, uh, I had mine earlier, but it's cool. It's all right. You know what? I'm not going to lie. Sometimes the database is not up to date. And so that's, that's true. Uh, and, and, and if I miss anyone, you know, I, I can make these real quick and get them to you. But uh, you, um, you guys, uh, we give out these dog tags for anybody that's been there for, for five years. And the uh, you know, uh, sad thing is, is I'm not going to make them anymore. So. Uh, this is the last year you can get them, and, and it's interesting because there are some guys that are on year four, and you know, obviously, they're not going to get them again. But you guys should have gone again, you know, earlier year, but it's all good. It's all yeah. good. Well, good, man. I, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm also hoping that maybe you'll get out and and, and get the streaming rolling because uh, I do like watching the Iron Halo streams. So maybe not having the burden of the, the Iron Halo, you can go out and uh, get, some, get some more Marvel TV. For the for the masses, but yeah, where can people go to get information about the Iron Halo? Well, currently we have two spots available for our uh, 40k champs, and then we also have uh, we have plenty of spots for the AOS as well. But you go to IronHalo.org and you just click on the ticket that you want to purchase, and, and there you go. So, well, good. All right, man. Well, uh, I'll see you in a week or two. And uh, hopefully down there for some for good gaming. And uh, that's, uh, that's all I got to say about that. Cool. Well, thanks, you guys. Thanks for letting me ramble a little bit. Yeah, you want to you wanna say your little gimmick before we stop recording? Uh, yeah, dice safely. Because it's awesome. Retarded. Get out of here. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs>